everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles framework. This week, I'm excited to introduce you to our guests, Matt Renault and Dr. Kyle Thompson who both serve as regional superintendents for the Regional Offices of Education in Illinois. Before we begin, I'd love to tell you a little bit about them. Matt currently serves as regional superintendent of schools number 13. He has been an educator for 27 years, four years as a classroom teacher, four years as a building level principal, and 16 years as a district superintendent. He also served one year as the assistant regional superintendent for Clinton, Jefferson, Marion, and Washington counties, which are all part of the Regional Office of Education number 13. Matt has a bachelor's degree in biology education from Greenville University, a master's degree in educational administration from Eastern Illinois University, and a specialist degree in educational administration from Eastern Illinois University. Over the past 27 years, Matt has worked with numerous boards of education to help negotiate contracts, settle labor disputes, create budgets, create budget deficit reduction plans, coach on board responsibilities and conduct, and navigate a wide variety of legal issues. Now let me tell you a little bit about Kyle. Kyle serves as superintendent of the Regional Office of Education 11. He has served Clark, Coles, Cumberland, Douglas, Edgar, Moultrie, and Shelby counties at the Regional Office of Education 11 for almost 10 years. He began his career as Windsor Junior Senior High School, where he taught and coached for five years. He then spent one year as an assistant principal in Southern Illinois. In 2013, at the age of 30, He was appointed assistant regional superintendent, a position in which he served for six years. During that time, Kyle earned his master's degree in educational leadership and an educational specialist endorsement at Eastern Illinois University before earning his PhD in educational leadership at Indiana State University. In 2018, he was elected to his first term as regional superintendent where he seeks to ensure students are the highest priority. A lifelong learner himself, he values education and strives each day to equip educators with the resources they need to be successful within their school districts. Through their respective ROEs, Matt and Kyle are partners with us in our Teacher Ready program. Our Teacher Ready Alternative Certification Program provides a way for future teachers in their regions or teachers in the classroom to receive a professional teaching certificate. They are great partners to work with, and I'm thrilled to have them on our show today. So it's with great pleasure that I welcome Matt Renault and Kyle Thompson to our show today. Kyle and Matt, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So Kyle, we'll start with you. If you would share us, share with our listeners a little bit about your background and how you got into the field of education. Sure. This is my 10th year in the Regional Office of Education 11. Um, prior to that, I was a teacher in a small rural school district for five years. I taught and coached, uh, coached baseball and basketball and, and uh, taught history and government and geography. And um, I, I wanted to be a teacher ever since I was a kid. And, and I'll still tell anyone today, I think it's the best profession that exists. And, and um, you know, that's that I never 
had to waffle or waver or go back and forth in high school or college. I mean, I just knew that was what I was going to be and that was what I was going to do. And, and so I did that for, for five years. And then I was an assistant principal for one year. And then I've been in this office uh, again, this just finishing up my 10th year here. Yeah, oh, that's great. And, you know, Kyle, it's so funny because I, uh, I was a coach, a ten- I love tennis. So what I, I wanted to teach, but I really wanted to coach tennis, you know, so that's kind of what yes. drove me, drove me into teaching. And I, I mean, teaching and coaching are a lot alike, you you're, know, you're, so you're exactly right. And uh, I still coach today, but I'm coaching my own kids most of the time now. So it's a little uh, less, uh, you know, a little less intense because they're not in middle school or high school yet. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, um, it, you, you can't get away from coaching. I know that it's just part of the part of us. So Uh, Matt, so if you would tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into the field of education. Sure, Janet. Thanks. Uh, I started my career in education uh, as an alternative school teacher uh, way back in the 90s. That sounds odd saying that. I remember going in during a very tough job market to the principal at the alternative school and begging for a job because you couldn't find teaching jobs at that time after I graduated from from college. And I drove him crazy until he would give me a job. I even offered to teach for a semester for free. And finally, I wore him down, got my first teaching job, loved those kids, loved the alternative school kids, and just became kind of an advocate for the underdogs. I've never really taught the major. I was a pre-med major, uh, biology Mm -hmm. background and never really got to teach in my area, but fell in love with advocacy and working for kids and and trying to be a good resource for them. So uh, I taught for four years and went into administration pretty quick, became a school principal of a school bigger than I could handle at first, and I was a little overwhelmed, but it was a great (laughs) experience, loved it, and then became a superintendent principal. And I spent 20 plus years in school administration. Uh, and then three years ago, I came to the regional office as an assistant, and I've been the regional superintendent in a four county area here in ROE 13 for the last two years. And I love it. It's the best job I've ever had. It's a blessing. Yeah. yeah you know, I appreciate you saying that because, you know, just kind of thinking of our commonalities too. I, um, went into leadership pretty early on. And, you know, it's one of the, one of the things I've found, and I think you probably found it too, Matt, is once you, once you're in that leadership path, you don't go back, right? And you're, uh, you stay in as a leader. I mean, you're kind of called, you're called to teaching and you're called to leading and our leaders are so, so important today. So just appreciate what you both do in our schools. So important. It's always important, but I think more important than ever right now. So let's just kind of jump in a little bit. So Kyle, if can you share with us how you support the school districts in in your area? Yeah. So regional offices of education, um, there's there's 38 of them in Illinois, and and they're unique because um, we we've got a section of the school code where we have legal obligations on things that every office has to do to support our school districts, but then we also have flexibility on where we can be creative and support them in ways that are unique to our region, my region, Matt's region. That's the fun part. That's the, the, the best part. You know, it's not that bureaucratic side where we have to do what the law says, but um, this is, um, you know, for my office. And, and I know Matt's done a lot of this too, just being creative and, and helping, um, you know, lately, obviously it's been the teacher shortage, but not only that, we've had a substitute teacher shortages. And so we've done substitute teacher recruitment road trips, you know, in my region uh, where we sign people up in their own communities and their own libraries. Um, we've helped recruit bus drivers. 
Um, we've had, you know, efforts to help recruit bus drivers, paraprofessionals. And so that side where we get to be creative and how we support our school districts, that's the fun side. That's the side yeah. that my staff enjoys the most. And, and, um, the side that I think our districts really appreciate those efforts. Um, yes. But uh, but you name it, anything with with licensure, professional development, and things of those nature, you know, it's it's good to be seen as helpful and supportive. And and I know that we're appreciated. Yeah. And wow, what a service right now because you're really helping establish a pipeline of potential teachers, you know, for your districts, and that's such a such a high need. So I'm sure that you're appreciated for, for the work that you do there and, and the other aspects of the work as well. Sure. And, and, and Matt and I both being in really rural areas, um, the need is even greater. So Yes, that's great. And so you're both committed to, I know, getting the very best teachers into your schools. And that's evident, Kyle, with what you were talking about. And Matt, since your role is assisting your districts with filling teacher vacancies, how has our online teaching certification program, TeacherEady, been helpful to you? So stemming off of what Kyle said, uh, one of those areas, obviously, that uh, we see a great need in is uh, filling the teacher shortage in our state, like I think many others right now, is probably at near crisis level when it comes to teacher shortage. And I think in general, there's been an exodus, an, you know, exodus from the career. And I also think that we have far fewer people pursuing education as a career anyway. So I think we have a, a, a twofold problem. I think we have the longer term pipeline problem that we need to solve. And then we have that immediate supply issue. So at the same time, we have a lot of college graduates who have gone to school. They got an expensive degree. They're working outside their major area. And a lot of them are underemployed, so to speak, for the career path that they chose and got a degree. And so I think Teacher Ready has been that perfect intermediary to, to basically rectify both of those two problems. Uh, a candidate can shift gears pretty quickly, jump into the prep program. Now, while they're still working, uh, it's convenient. Uh, many times they're already employed with the school district. They advance at a quick pace. They finish in less than a year usually. And some of them even student teach in the classroom where they're already subbing. So, you know, the asynchronous and virtual platform is very convenient. And I think one of the great selling points is it's very cost effective because people are coming out of, of college already with sizable student loans. So I think it answers all of those issues very well and my office has pushed well over 100 people towards this career path change and the program itself the majority uh who have completed the program have been employed by my school district so i think uh it's been a really good solution for us at the roe yeah that's great and we we appreciate that matt and you know I, as you're talking i remember um you know so uh, i don't know if sarah told you the story of how we started, but I was a dean of a, of a college of professional studies, had the teacher prep programs in our college, uh, early 2000s, 2002. And I was getting a call by the person who was in charge of military programs from the state of Florida Department of Education saying, you know, when are you, when are you going to do something, Dean, <laughs> you know, to, to help our, help our military folks not have to go back to their traditional programs. And I felt like he was calling me every day. So Long story short to that, I, it, Matt, um, you know, what you're talking about and then Kyle, what you're talking about with innovation, I said, you know, let's just, okay, this is a time, right? Let's think differently about how we can provide a great service to, um, to those who want to teach um, and through an alternative path, but also build the quality components there. And that was kind of the beginning from the nudging. So 
and and that need was always there but but as you all are talking about but not near what it is today you know not near what it is in terms of of um of the teacher shortage and and our schools really needing good teachers so you know when we look at needs Kyle what you know what what are you seeing as well as as some of the greatest needs in in the schools in your region you know, uh, the answer, one word, it would be just people. You know, there was a time when it was like, well, you know what, we're, we're, we're having trouble getting advanced math teachers. And then, you know, college prep teachers, just because that content's just so nuanced. And now it's, we're, we're, we're short PE teachers, special ed teachers, Spanish, elementary, you name it. I mean, we get to designate certain areas that are shortage areas in our offices. And, and um, I've made it clear to every one of my school districts that I serve is that every area is, is a shortage area now. And we, we check the box and we notify the state that, you know, middle school social studies or whatever, whatever it might be, every area is a shortage. So the greatest need would be, we just need people. We need people willing to, to be teachers. And, and, and again, I go back to, we need bus drivers, paraprofessionals, substitute teachers. And so it's really kind of a call to, a call to everyone in their communities, like, hey, how can you help? Or who do you know that can help a school? But, but going back to that teaching perspective, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about why there's a shortage and instead of just focusing on like, well, it's, it's, it's the government issue or it's the state issue or it's the pension concern for people at the end of their careers, or it's the low pay for people entering the profession. We're just trying to focus on solutions. Yeah. And that's where teacher ready is really come into play. You know, we, we get calls from, you know, Hey, my husband's a farmer. I have three children. They're going, um, you know, they're all going to school and, and, I, I, I'm interested in teaching. Can you help me? And it's like, yes, we absolutely can help you. You can, yeah. you can work online through this program. You can be a teacher nine months, one year, however, you know, pretty quick, you know? And, and so that's been just a great, great thing for our region. And, and I can't count how many have, um, have gone through your program from our region. I, I've said in the office several times, I wish I would have tracked it from the very beginning, yeah. how many people we've referred to, to teacher ready, um, you know, just, it would have been neat to see, you know, but, uh, yeah. but we didn't, but it, again, it's just about solving the problems, not just talking about the problems and, and, and complaining. It's about trying to do something about it solutions wise. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, solving the problem and getting good people in the, in the classrooms, which is mm -hmm. what, you know, the people that you talk to are people, that's what, you know, it's, it's that myth of, well, you know, people going through a different type of program may not be of the greatest quality. We found quite the opposite that actually, you know, they're, they're more passionate, dedicated, and really want, want to be a teacher and um, have a phenomenal background to contribute to young people. Yeah. And, and Matt mentioned earlier, we oversee um, alternative schools. And so we, we've got a few small alternative schools in my region that my office oversees. And I've employed individuals who are going through teacher ready and um, they've been fantastic. So yeah, yeah it's, it's been, it's been really great. That's so, great. Thank yeah. you. Um, Matt, what suggestions do you have um, for schools trying to, to provide that best support for, for, for new teachers since we have so many of them? Janet, I think this might be my favorite question actually, mm -hmm. because uh, I think finding a qualified teacher is just part of the battle and maybe perhaps retaining them and helping them to grow into an effective teacher that might be the, the greater challenge and I think that's probably true for most administrators hiring any teacher at any time and I think that first year experience is crucial and I think we often underestimate that ineffective teachers 
it can be a huge drain on, on student achievement, on student achievement. And many times kids will have six months less uh, educational gain from an ineffective teacher. I think the national statistic right now is within the first year, over 10% of the people exit the career with a bad experience that first year. So I think it's really important that effective mentoring programs are put in place uh, for people when they jump in. And I think mentoring approaches have to be very well thought out. They have to have a triage approach with the most important things first. And the number one thing I think uh, school administrators need to concentrate on with a new teacher is to help them become a good classroom manager. If you can't manage the classroom, nothing else matters. And I think second from that, practical application needs to come second. I think Teacher Ready does a really good job with the, pra the practical application portion of that. Student engagement, doing the simple things well, those are crucial. So the triage, classroom management, practical application, and then progress towards those refinements and, and better content delivery, et cetera, those kinds of things. So that's what we push people towards. In my region, if schools don't have a, a mentoring program, we discuss that with them. We uh, actually mentor all of our new administrators towards that end. And we often supply mentors for hard to staff areas, especially special education, because that's a daunting task. Yes. And that's probably our greatest shortage area right now. So we're we're paying many veteran teachers to be mentors in different districts. And we're we're going across district lines too. So often mentors meet with their mentee after school on Zoom, travel across the county to other schools. So we're we're making a lot of different changes that we haven't done in the past. We're thinking outside the box. Yeah. It's so um so good. You know, I we might connect back with you because it's kind of interesting. As we talk about the Teacher Ready program, we pro it provides an opportunity for teachers to to receive the certification. But you know, Matt, one of the questions we always get from where we're getting more and more, I, I would say, from superintendents or leaders is, you know, can what about my new teachers? You know, can we have something for them? What if they are certified? <laughs> they still need the support. And so we've had a number of conversations here because they like the. The, the, the structure and the content and the pieces and parts of what, what's provided in Teacher Ready. So they're asking, how do we, how can we move that more into supporting um, new teachers? So I might connect back with you all and just get your ideas since you're doing some of that, you know, as we begin to explore trying to, to meet that need. But so, so critical. One of the things that we've been real fortunate is our retention rate for our teacher graduates is really good. So you know, we've been able to continue to gain feedback on why that is occurring and continuously improve our program along those lines. So good leadership with teacher retention and recruiting teachers in the classroom. I think we've all kind of agree today that there's nothing more important right now than than us focusing on that. So just appreciate what right. you're what you're doing and your contributions there. So, so important. So you know, as we close today, I'll ask e each of you, how do you encourage your local constituents who maybe considering a career in education? You know, what do you do? Kyle, I'll start with you. Yeah, I think um, at this point, I'm just a walking sales pitch uh, <laughs> everywhere. Um, anytime I hear somebody who's just not super pleased with what they're doing, or just maybe a little lost soul, or just trying to, I'm like, hey, I've got an idea, you know? And um, And I think that, you know, there was a time when somebody that had no higher ed said, oh, I can't go back. Like, you know, it's going to, you know, two years or three years and, and, you know, this much. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know, there's, I've got a few other alternatives here. Let's listen to this one, you know, and, and I can talk to them about, 
like you could do it online. You can get your license. You can go ahead and get a sub license and start and, and then enter the program. And, and um, you know, they'll, they'll take you through it the whole way. And just, just getting people to realize that it is possible. It's no longer an impossible thing to, to want to go back to be a teacher. And then as far as the young folks that are, that are in our schools now, um, just telling them just how great it is. I, I said earlier in this um, program that it, it is the best profession that exists. I've always thought that. I've thought that since I was in seventh grade, you know, and, and, and I always consider myself a teacher first. And so I think that um, just, just explaining and modeling and showing how, how great the profession is and how rewarding it is to, to be able to close your classroom door and just teach your content and, and build those relationships and, and have fun and make it fun. And, and um, you know, I still, those are some of the best memories I, I had were just, you know, fun, engaging lessons that the kids remember. And sometimes now that they're adults, they'll still talk about it sometimes mm-hmm. if I cross paths with them. And, and just, you know, it's just, it's just a great profession and, and uh, our schools need us. And so, um, so it's, it's an easy sell for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. And uh, we're lucky to have you in our profession. We need more people talking and talking about that message and being passionate and excited about it. So Thank you. Um, Matt, I'll turn it, turn it to you to, to close us with that question today. Okay. Uh, I think Kyle said that really well, and I agree completely. I feel like I'm constantly selling the profession to young people, no matter where I go. I, I've been in drive throughs and I hear people with a great attitude, they have a great smile, and they gave great service. And I look for certain things when I'm looking for teachers. I think if you have a servant heart, and you, you, you want to help people, you can tell those kinds of people. So I look for good attitudes, a, a servant heart, and of course, uh, good character. And I think that you can learn all kinds of content if you have those right ingredients. And so I'm constantly looking for creative ways to put good people in this career. And, and so I spend a lot of time, a lot of my time recruiting people. And the position that we hold gives us access to a lot of people. We have a lot of traffic in the office. There's a lot of exposure publicly in different kinds of domains. So I get a chance to talk to a lot of crowds and a lot of groups of people. So I'm constantly trying to push your profession because I agree with Kyle. This is a fantastic career and no other place can you really touch lives like you can as a teacher. And so if you're passionate about that, it's not really a hard sell. We have a lot of different kinds of recruiting events. We, we host informative sessions here at the office. We have Zoom meetings. I recruit friends and neighbors. I recruit people at church. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. We're, we're always talking about it. And I find a lot of success with moms who are mature and who have raised their kids, and they're looking for something after that, wondering what they're going to do next. And bringing people in who have some life maturity often is a great recipe for success as a first-year mm-hmm. teacher, too. So we just have found success in a lot of avenues. We started with substitute teachers because they're the obvious ones and we pushed them toward teaching as an end. And then school support staff, secondly, and then the greater uh, communities at large from there. So those are the kinds of things that we've done. Yeah, you know, just the work that you're doing is as important as any work that's out there right now. And um, your passion and commitment is admirable. I, I appreciate the partnership with you all. I told Sarah, I, I wanted I asked her if I could do this interview because she speaks so highly of you all and the connection that she has. And I said, well, I got to have them on the podcast and have an opportunity to connect with you all. And I just appreciate you. Um, this is going to be a, an important episode for our listeners because they're getting ideas from you. And I think what you did, what you're doing today is just reigniting our passion. And we need that. 
we need that um, in so many ways. So thank you both, Kyle and Matt, for being on our show today. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Might I, might I say at the end that uh, Sarah Miller has been nothing less than excellent in helping us and bending over backwards to make concessions to help our people. So we really appreciate her. Yeah, we're lucky to have her too, you all. She is, uh, she is, she is uh, um, so committed, so committed to our partners and committed to our students. So um, she's a tremendous asset on our team. So thank you for saying that. Thank you all. All right, thank you. Thanks, Janet. It was great to connect with Matt and Kyle today. I sure love their energy and enthusiasm and the great work that they do to support their regions and the state of Illinois. We have enjoyed partnering with them and our Teacher Ready program, and we look forward to many other ways that we'll be able to establish partnerships to best serve their region as well as the state and to support teachers and to make sure that we're providing the best opportunities for our teachers to be their best at the work that they do that impacts students every day. I'm excited to announce that today we launch the first book club meeting for my newly released book, Hardwiring Ex Excellence in Education, The Nine Principles Framework. Join me and my guests as we discuss ways that help build a culture of excellence in education. You'll learn the Nine Principles Framework from the book, and you'll learn how to apply it in your own school. This club is for anyone who practices leadership regardless of their position and who seeks to get better at leadership. Meet with us twice a month for interactive sessions and discussions starting today at 2 p.m. Book club meetings will meet twice a month now through November 13th. So to register and to download the first chapter, head to studereducation.com slash hardwiringexcellence. You'll find more details about the book club there. As always, I thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and make sure you're subscribed. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles framework so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week, everyone.